Hey, I'm Brock with Brock Entertainment, and this is the I Do IQ podcast, where each and every week we're going to be discussing the latest in wedding and event trends. And in the end, you will have the best wedding and event experience ever. This is the I Do IQ podcast. Let's begin. Welcome back to the I Do IQ podcast. It is Brock here. We got Brittany Bloom in the Hello. in the hot seat. It's me. It's I'm me. It's, it's Brittany. Me. And of course, we have old Mike Coons from Coons Saloon back to talk alcohol once again. What's happening? Love it. Did not bring any alcohol today, though. How so. dare you? How I mean, dare you? I guarantee test. you in my car, there's some alcohol. <laughs> How dare you? Quality control. I want to kick today's episode off with another wedding horror story. All right, let's do it. How about this? On the day of our wedding, it was discovered that the venue had booked two outdoor weddings at the same time. Ours and another in a gazebo not very far from us. Somehow, the father of the bride and the other wedding found out that our procession was uh, going to be at the same time. He also found out that our procession, including a bagpiper, as myself and the groomsmen all were in kilts. While his daughter's wedding procession was to have a harpist. Oh, very con, no. Very contrasting. Very, you know, very, very, very. And different. He approached me and was very nice about it and asked if we would consider delaying our procession for about 20 minutes so our bagpipes would not drown out their harpist. After conferring with my soon-to-be wife, we agreed that a 20 minute delay no big deal hey that's really that's we can do that yeah unfortunately the father of the bride should have taken some other factors into consideration and instead delayed his daughter's wedding because their procession went off without a hitch and everyone in their wedding heard their beautiful harpist but the vows were pretty much inaudible once our bagpiper started at the requested 20 minutes later oops oh no found out this later in the day because apparently one of my cousins attending my wedding had a friend that was attending the other wedding seriously it was dearly beloved we are gathered here today cue the bagpipes until our processional is over. Oh my gosh. I hope the other wedding party was able to get some sort of compensation from the venue for their oversight since they had been informed of the musicians at each wedding and didn't bother informing either party. I hope it was amazing grace. Uh, the, oh on top of that, our DJ had burned a CD with our chosen husband, wife dance song on it and didn't bother to check it before the reception. Oh no. The song would not play because the CD somehow did not burn right and we had to pick another song to dance to on the fly. We got a nice discount from the DJ company for that one. Wedding horror stories. Okay, I, first off, if you're using a CD... I don't know is, when this, this wedding was. Be from oh wait, like, it says eight years ago. What? Even no. eight years what, ago. Even then you what shouldn't be. What is a be. CD? What's a CD? <laughs> So this was posted eight years ago, but I don't know when that wedding it was. It probably was. But even that. even if it's not on a CD, you got to check the song and make Always. sure it works. But as a good DJ, and you and I have talked about this, though, you should be able to find the song, right? On the no, fly. so this was a custom song. Uh, yeah, this was a custom song. Got so it, that, that's the issue. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So it might have been like one of those fun dances or something that turned out to be a not so fun. Still. Well, Mike Coon is back. You were on recently talking about alcohol and what kind of alcohol you should have at your wedding. Now we're going to be talking about how, how much? much alcohol do we need ah. for our wedding? All the alcohols. So I got a whole list here of wedding alcohol calculations. So with beer, it says 0.5 beers per guest. Oh, no. It's what you can expect. Mm -hmm. So, well, meaning you have 100 guests. Not every guest is going to drink beer. Yes. So (laughs) 0.5 beers per guest. So 50 beers is what it would be. You need more than 50 beers? Yes. I calculated 2.5 drinks per person. Well, it says wine, one bottle per 2.5 guests. No. Champagne, one bottle per six guests, toast only. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that sounds right. Liquor, one bottle per five guests based on a three-hour open bar. 
First off, nobody's doing three hours anymore. We're all doing four hours. Right. Okay. <laughs> and after party, 1.5 drinks per person per hour. There's no after party. There's no after party. Okay. Everybody's drunk. I'm just reading the, the reception list. is the what after party. What are you reading so from? It's cocktail This is from brides.com. Brides.com, I think you're incorrect. Incorrect. And I don't say that lightly because... What I, do what I are do the brides.com? What are the calculations then? Mike, I'll let you take this one. You're the expert, Mike. We'll just base it on a hundred guests. I I base two point five, two point four drinks per guest. So say a hundred guests uh-huh. for beer. We're gonna do ten cases. Ten times twenty four. Mm-hmm. Two hundred and forty? Yes. Two hundred and forty. I beers. do math on, on the side just yep. as a hobby. And then <laughs> next category for wine, we're going to do four cases. We're going to do 24 times 750 red, 24 times 750 white. Now, this is provided that the weather is temperate. It's nice, mild day. We're going to have an equal number of red and white drinkers. This, we're getting into science here. This Brady. changes. If it's warmer, then we're going to go 60-40. We're going to 60% white, 40% red because okay. white's chilled. People if it's look, colder, yeah. you go more, more, more sway to the other side, more red. Like right now, I'm doing events where I'll have 16 bottles of red and, and eight bottles of white, and we'll come back with three or four bottles of red and eight bottles of white. Like nobody's drinking it. So what it says on here, it breaks it down by guests. 50 guests, 25 bottles of beer, 20 bottles of wine, eight bottles of no. champagne, 20 bottles of liquor. No. 100 guests, 50 Ooh, bottles of beer. Do you say 50 guests, 20 bottles of liquor? 20 bottles of beer. Yeah, liquor. What? 20 bottles of liquor for 50 guests. No, one bottle of like one standard 750 milliliter bottle, which is your fifth, is 20 servings. Yeah, that doesn't really match up with this math is one not working. serving. The math tins. isn't mathing. It isn't one serving one. Well, it also says for hundred guests, twenty bottles of liquor. Interesting. Interesting. So the amount, or the time of your wedding and season will certainly have an impact. It does say that, just like you were saying, Mike. If it's a daytime event, for example, you won't need as much alcohol as an evening event. I don't know if that's necessary. Well, a lot of people don't get daytime drunk, do they? They do, uh, but yeah, they, they fizzle. Do. They do fizzle early. Yeah. If it starts at like, say, two o'clock instead of five, they're like, we're going to rage till 11. It's like, you're going to go home at six. And yeah. it's inevitably six o'clock. It's empty. I know. So, but this thing is, they still go, That's, they still ugh. party. They just think they're going to party longer, but they don't. They can't. No, they go they hard and they, they fall can't. out. Right. That's but why they still do drink. They are drinking. That's why I tell couples if you start earlier in the day, you're not going to party till midnight. I know. And if you do, it's an anomaly. It's going to be hag draggle. And right. Are, there's going to be it's stories. Be four of you on the ground. You want to leave any event on a high note. Yep. For example, for example, I just did a holiday party for a company. Uh-huh. I do it every year. It's one of the best holiday parties of the year because they just go nuts. They dance, they sing karaoke, and everybody gets involved. It's a smaller company. Not going to say the name. So I was booked from six to midnight, which for a holiday party, that's a long time. Yeah, but that is they did an hour cocktail tell with hors d'oeuvres and everything and it was at a restaurant and then they had dinner they had big old steaks and everything and then they play some games so they don't get into the bar area until after nine nine to nine thirty yeah which is is great so we're partying having a good time but it's an open bar and you can tell people are i got one guy who's falling all over my stuff and about to drop his whiskey on my board. Like, hey, bud, let's just take a seat. Let's, and I kept announcing because they like to try to extend time, which normally I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. But this year they booked the s- same amount of time as they usually extend, six hours. Mm-hmm. So they would normally book four hours and add two hours. Right. This year they just booked it all. And they partied till the very end. But I kept letting them know, hey, we got 10 minutes left. We're going to end with a bang. Yeah. And then we ended and I started playing bye, bye, bye. Hey, everybody have a great night. If you... You know, don't drink and drive, take an Uber, 
the company's paying for it, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And the boss, the big boss came over. He's an older guy and he's like, he's a little bit drunk. Happens every year. He's like, where are you going? I go, oh, my time's up. You know, my book time's up. <laughs> you know, so I'm, you know, I'm going to head out. The party's, party's over. And it was over because people were wasted and it was just getting sloppy at this point. He's like, so bye, bye, bye. He's playing in sync. He starts shutting my computer. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you oh. doing? He's like, are you, no, you said you were done. You said you were leaving. Hey, everybody. The DJ's leaving. He says he has to go home. He's done. And he's sh- shutting my computer. You know, just you shut it down. You said you want to leave. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, don't yeah. touch my stuff. I d- yeah, I'm definitely leaving now. Yeah. And then the drunk guy, he had to console the drunk guy because the drunk guy started getting sad. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm getting out of here. And all the, the the workers who weren't drunk were like, hey, we're so sorry about him. So sorry about that. You know, Meh. this happens. I go, hey, I've done this party every year. It's always the same. I get it. I know how he is. No. But uh, yeah, don't touch my stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, when people get in my bubble. And it's not a fun party party when people get blackout drunk. Amen. It's just not. Yeah. And couples, listen, if you're bride and groom, you do not want to get trashed. You don't want to get trashed. Day. You don't. It's, it's like the Ashton Kutcher and yeah. Britney Murphy movie. Yeah. They go to make love and they both just pass out yeah. on their wedding night. Yeah. You, you want to remember your night as a fun party, not as a we got wasted and blackout drunk. What even happened? Yeah, you want to remember fun. your wedding day. Eric and I made a very conscious decision to not get wasted on our wedding day. Good. And if you're traveling the next day, one of the, the best decisions day, we ever made. You don't want to travel hungover. Oh, no, that is the worst. Oh, it, the absolute. Trying worst. to take your shoes off and <laughs> throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just not not cool. No. I don't love it. No, it's it, harder though. I've noticed that it's usually like obviously it's the ones with the younger crowd. They don't, don't know. know their limit. Yep. We did a wedding earlier this year and the couple was, they were in their 20s, young, like early, early 20s. I want to say 21, 22. And so the guests count or the, the guests were all that I would say between 18 and besides the families, obviously, but between 18 and, you know, 22, we were checking, we were having to check IDs because good. But I mean, that doesn't stop people from ordering. No. And then mm-hmm. giving it and to the friends. And there's only so much we can do. We do our due diligence, but I like I personally cannot police you every can't single stop person. Them from bringing it to their friends right. at the table. And we do what we can. Like we really, if it's like blatantly obvious, like we're, hey, you can't do that. If you do it again, you're, you're, like, you're, you're gone. Off. Well, you're yeah. cut off. And if you continue to try, then you're gone. Yeah. Because it's, it's, a responsibility thing, not just for the bartenders. And I always tell my bartenders, do not be afraid to cut someone nope. off. You're on do the side not. of caution. Yes, always. I'd rather I'd rather someone leave the party alive and get home than end up killing. Have somebody. an accident. Yeah. Yeah. And because that comes back on us. And as like as wedding vendors, you you don't so much have to deal with it. But like as a planner, if somebody leaves one of my weddings beyond wasted and like I feel like that comes back on me. It's a reflection of you. Oh, yeah, we hear about it. Yeah. The venue owners like, hey, that's so and so the other night. They got, you know, your people let them get hammered. Yeah. You know, you're like and sometimes you're like, "Uh, no, they didn't because they had their own alcohol. They brought themselves like, well, who was it? Oh, yeah. The guy in the red chair. He showed up. Like he showed up wasted. Yeah. I had to yeah. take a flask from him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, people think they're so sneaky. They're not. Or they'll have a half gallon of something under their table. Like, uh, I can oh, I see that. I've, oh. I've told people to get rid of it. I've had to. I have to be the bad guy sometimes. But you cannot bring your own alcohol into a wedding. You just cannot. People. You're right. Yep. Have some Stop. class. Have some class. You so, don't want to be the one that's throwing up on the dance floor. No. People no. will remember that and they will never let you forget it. But always end on a high note, yes. not to where you're always wasted at yep. the end of the night. Agreed. That's not fun. Being tipsy, great. You're in that nice little happy point. I go for it, even a tiny bit drunk, but just don't get wasted. It's not worth it. 
Not like worth it. it. All right. What type of wedding bar service should you have? There's a difference between an open bar or maybe just uh, a bar with pre-selected cocktails. What are you guys seeing mm-hmm. mostly? What I'm seeing the most of currently is beer, wine, and a couple of signature drinks. That is what I'm seeing. A few years back, I was seeing more open full bar. Mm-hmm. I think people are being more cautious. I think that's one of the places where they're willing to save money. So they, they've switched. I'm seeing a lot of just beer and wine, too. What about you, Mike? A lot of beer and wine and a lot of signatures. A lot of yeah. um, they're trying to elevate the signatures. They want them yes. to be a little bit classier looking. They're, they're willing to use some of the better alcohol. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. To do that. But then they are very much on the side of like when that's out, it's out. Yes. Yeah. So Nice. At the end of the night, though, there's always leftover alcohol, too, which is good. because That's our our plan. Is the plan that- is I would always rather have too much than too little. I mean, I've done weddings where I have to send my girls out or where I myself have had to gone out and get more beer or get more whatever because they, you know, we just didn't have enough. Well, so. there's variables out there you have to consider, yeah. like, are we in a dry county? Is it Sunday? You know, yep. things like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Other parts of the country don't know about our one day of prohibition a week. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Well, and up here in uh, Benton County now, you can sell on Sundays, but there are certain places that won't mm-hmm. still. Like Harps won't do it. Why? I don't know. They That's did weird. it for the first weekend starting at the new year when the, that changed over, but now they don't do it anymore. So Eric and I have to either come down to Bentonville or go up to Pineville. It may not please the Lord. It may not. All right. What are we seeing over the last year as far as bar service? And drinks. What's what's really in right now? A lot of whiskey drinks. Yeah, a lot of whiskey drinks. I would say that now the two drinks that I mentioned were also the two most popular. Uh, I mentioned an earlier show, the old fashioned for bourbon uh, whiskey and then um, lemon drops for vodka. Because really? They're, they're, okay. I've done those so many different ways. I have not seen the lemon drop so much. I've seen a lot of seasonal stuff, usually something, usually like an old fashioned or Manhattan or something with the whiskey. But then I'm seeing a lot of like seasonal cocktails the blackberry bourbon smash this Ooh, year was the number one i would say of the whole year amazing blackberries blackberries yeah. bourbon lemon juice and a little soda it's it's pretty amazing it's, it's even carrying it's carrying yeah what Christmas the heck guy <laughs> next time for sure no that sounds so good yeah i've seen that like we've done a lot of stuff with like cranberry lately mm-hmm. right so we're in the holiday season but well, it's tart and it's sweet so it's it's versatile with a lot yeah. of things anyway well and the white cranberry is always great mm-hmm. too because if you don't want like the oh, we're worried about spilling or whatever yeah why aren't you a bartender Brittany I am at home yeah why aren't you a bartender <laughs> this last section here says customize alcohol for your guests of course think about your guests when you're getting your alcohol list yeah are they big party animals are they mostly beer people or cocktail people do you have a lot of non-drinkers and if so do you want to offer a special mocktail which is really big right now it is mocktails Mocktails are huge huge right now so not only because of that but there's like that whole trend of being sober which Mm -hmm. is Uh great for people but you still want to give them options you don't want to feel like they have to just switch to sodas or or water there are more things out there than just a Shirley Temple yes but those are good and just because there's (laughs) these drinks are mocktails and non-alcoholic doesn't mean that they won't run up the bill. So Correct. that is true. You still think have about to, your you're bill. paying for the carn- garnishes. You're still paying for all the juice and stuff like that. But I think knowing your guests is essential. Yes. Because that is how you're going to make sure you get enough of what you need. You know, that that's a good line there. Knowing your guests is essential in 
all aspects it really of your wedding. is because you have to remind people that it's not yes it's the party you're throwing but it's right not just about your taste no and you and i have talked about this we're very very big like hey like we want to celebrate you as individuals uh-huh. and as a couple but you are throwing a party with other people there with so everyone there yes. so you want to make sure everybody has a good time yes we only want our music we uh-huh. only like this beer yep you know, we're we're only. I think it's great to offer the stout drinkers favorite beer, right? Yeah, but then also offer a few others. Yeah, well, that's why they do the likes. signature cocktails. The bride right. has one, the groom has one, and then you have the stuff in between that everybody yeah. else likes if they don't like those. You know, right. what has been popular is the bride has one, the groom has one, and then the dog the dog. slash dogs yeah. have one. <laughs> yeah, it's called dog water, and it's it's just water straight from the toilet. He's not a <laughs> person. That's not even true. Him. I so hear that a lot in there. It's fine. just because I don't have a pet doesn't. Well, I do. I have three pets right now. No. I'm about to have four. They're called kids. No, those are just as bad. Mm. So, yeah, pets. I, I just don't have time. I care about pets due to if the fact that I don't to, have time. If you have for time one. to return the text 2.5 seconds after it gets to you. You have time for a dog. That's not true because <laughs> I'm always on my phone. I just send an email in the middle of this podcast. <laughs> He's got more pee- uh, more peeves than kitties. <laughs> all right. If you have any questions about alcohol or you you know want to book a great bartender, Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on Facebook at Coon Saloon Mobile Bar Service and also okay. at, at Mike Coon or Coon Saloon Mobile Bar Service on Instagram. And one of these days... He'll get a website. I wanted to say that. I have a next door neighbor that designs websites. You really need a like, website. Let me just walk over you know, AI to can design it in like two yeah. seconds as well. At least you'll have well, one. Well, because but. you do all these crazy cool cocktails that you post all over Facebook, which is great for the people like us uh-huh. who still use Facebook. <laughs> but my parents you, like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got, you really do. And you, I mean, you and I work together a lot. So mm-hmm. you know that we trust you wholeheartedly. But we want to make sure you're getting your name out there too and make sure you're still being successful. So. Cool saloon. Cocktail yes. series, um, a class series at uh, Botanical Gardens. So you're doing a cocktail class every so often? Is it every month or every? Uh, we're other trying month? to do once a month right now. Where I'm getting together with them about a spring lineup. For what we're going to do mocktails. Oh, great! Featured oh, pretty heavily, and we're going to do a lot of history, a lot of bar tool use. Like I'm going to do a real 101. Kind of a I love it. You should offer, and this is just because I did one of these classes once, but this is when I was still in the corporate world, and they brought in somebody to just make a couple of, like, teach us how to make a couple of craft cocktails, like, as a group, and we had some of the best time. I've done several of those where I was like, okay, let's actually do some, yes. some, some classes proper, because I've done, like, corporate events where it was, like, team building exercise. But, like, that's such a great idea for, like, a bachelor party or a bachelor Yeah, party that'd be fun. Too. Like, oh, we should So now you're this. doing what you were looking for 15 years ago yeah, you're exactly. trying to do and that's teach. amazing that's and we, awesome. lo- we love you and so we, we love coon saloon we thank you so much you guys this is my for being here <laughs> family <laughs> vendors loving vendors yes, Brittany bloom you. we love you too uh, i love you guys all right everybody we'll see you on the next one make sure to like and subscribe and share with all your friends say goodbye bye, bye felicia Thanks so much for listening and make sure to subscribe and expect a new exciting episode each and every week. Please follow us on social as well at I Do IQ Podcast. If you have a guest recommendation or a topic you would like to hear discussed on the podcast, please let us know. The I Do IQ Podcast is recorded at the Civil Republic Production Studio in Bentonville, Arkansas and produced by me, Brock. For more information about Brock Entertainment, visit DJBrockEntertainment.com. Thank you again and we'll see See you on the next episode.